Hello, welcome to MF Gamers Podcast Prologue episode. In this episode, we are going to show you what it's going to be like with the MF Gamers Podcast going on into the future. If this makes it to where, it might not. It might end up getting mothballed. My name's Simon. Um, I've got the original MF Gamer today with me. Mm-hmm. Say hello. Hello. Um, it's Hendo. Yes. How are you? I'm alright. Can't complain. How are yourself? Oh, I'm grand. First topic in the... MF Gamers Podcast Prologue is Stardew Valley, apparently. You've got something to tell us. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'll try and keep the the uh, the introduction brief because um, people get bored. But it's you have to kind of explain what it is in order for it to make sense. It's meant to be a Harvest Moon clone, but I've never played Harvest Moon. I don't know if you have. Yes. Right. I'd say that Stardew Valley is what Harvest Moon should have turned into if it continued. Apparently that was the um that was the, the what well, the guy who made it set out like I wanna make Harvest Moon and I wanna fix all the problems that I saw with it. It does have its own problems, but I think that's down to it being a one man team more than anything. Um he's done a he's done a really fucking good job for, for yeah, what he's done. In itself that is astonishing. i I genuinely think it's a work of genius, the fact that one guy I thought one guy programmed it fair enough and he's probably like pulled some music from somewhere he did all the music he did all the sound effects he did everything and there's a lot of systems in play which is where I'm getting on to because it's not just farming it's also you go mining for minerals yeah there's a social aspect as well cultivating relationships and the social bit is where I'm coming in because when I started it I thought right I don't care about all the, the interactions with people all I want to do is make a farm, build it up, and make what I want my farm to be. And I don't really give a shit about anyone else. And after a certain amount of time, I started running out of things to do. So it was like, well, I've maxed out my house, I've maxed out these buildings, I've got all the animals, I've got all of these crops going, I've got all of these amazing minerals, you know, the max that you can get. I'm kind mm-hmm. of running out of things to do. So. I guess it's time for me to get married because that's one of the things you do is some not all of the people in there but a lot of the people in there um, you can marry yeah um, yeah that's right there's, there's kids so obviously you, you can't marry the kids but the, the first one I came across that I, I was like <laughs> you had your eye on the kids uh, instantly did you I had my eye on the kids yeah <laughs> but, well the, no, the first one that I wanted to marry and I couldn't was the homeless guy because I, I felt sorry for him I was like oh I, I could marry him for me it was the woman that does Joe the building things uh, oh, right. I think she's the name is and I'm like yep yeah, that's all I want to marry and they're like fuck she's married already ah gutted yeah so this was like two or three uh, years in the game before I finally decided like sod it I'm gonna marry someone and at that point this uh, event came up it's basically Christmas where you um, you're given a name of someone that you have to give a gift to secret Santa yeah and I was like right whoever comes up and if they're single I'm having them Right, so you went you went through like marriage by lottery then. Yes, this is this is the point I'm getting to. <laughs> so so the name came up and it was like uh, you've got Penny. So I looked on the list like yep she's single. So I found right. um, I've been using a, a wiki. A, 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 I presume you've seen it like a Stardew wiki. You fucking need to. There's this like that game tells you nothing. Yeah, there's a lot going on, and this this wiki I found was amazing. So I pulled up this this woman. And it tells you exactly what gifts you can give her that she will love, what she will like, what she will hate. So I was like, right, 
I'm only going to give her stuff that she likes, and that's how you build up the well. Well, one of the ways you build up the friendship meter. Yeah, yeah. So I found out that she really likes diamonds, so I'd give her diamonds, and she's like, "Oh, great, thanks very much." And then several weeks of this going on, the game starts putting things in place for you to get into a deeper relationship with her. Eventually, then under certain circumstances, you can get engaged and then get married. And she sort of got married, and one of the things that she says was like. Oh, uh, you know, it's 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 almost like fate that we got together. And I thought, no, love, what happened was, I'll tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> I saw you. I thought you'll do, and then I basically stalked you, found out all of the things that I liked that you liked, walked up to you randomly at times, gave you a diamond, and then buggered off before you could say anything. And this continued for some time, and somehow we ended up married. I don't really think it's fate. I just stalked different. for a bit. How many diamonds do you reckon you give her? Because she can give two per week, isn't it? Uh, well, initially I thought, because there's like a list of, say there's like six things that they love. I thought, right, I'll go through them in order. So I'm not giving the same thing each time. And then I realised it doesn't actually matter. No. So because I've got a machine that makes diamonds for me at a regular thing, I was like, all right, easy. That's not going to cost me anything. I'm not missing anything. I think when I did it, uh, when I were courting, I'd just give everyone mayonnaise. I had, like, <laughs> I had everyone, I had all the men and all the women. Just, yeah, I was being a bit of a fucking gigolo. Yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that, as well, that you can, as long as they're single and they're an adult, you can marry um, anyone, male, female. Like, my character's male, but it doesn't matter, you can marry a man. Which is, yeah. which is why I wanted to marry the homeless guy. I was like, I feel really sorry for him. He can come and live on my farm, but he wouldn't let me. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I married Penny um, just by stalking her. Yeah, that that game actually has like a lot of um, like good plaudits, Joe, for um, like gay marriage, LGBT stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that, because it don't make any difference. It's just like, oh, you want to get married? Okay. There's actually characters in it that um, if you do get married, like the show Disgust and stuff, um, the old guy, Joe, that lives in his house. Oh, um, right, yeah. It's a bit, a bit of a bitter old fucker when you meet him. Actually turns into a really nice guy when you make friends with him. But if you marry his um, grandson, he, he turns into a fucking bigot. <laughs> wow. They don't like it if it's a, like a male on male. And uh, presumably there's, you know, like an equivalent for like the, if you like a woman on woman marriage. So. It's a very deep, addictive game. It is. I've just been... I, that's all I've been playing, basically, because I don't know if it works the same way for you. In, in my head, when I'm playing it, it's like, right... I'm doing this thing, I'm working on this thing, all I want to do is do this. And then you work on it, and it takes just like, say, two or three seasons in-game to, to get through and plan what you're doing, because time is a real issue in the game, like, time ticks by dead quick. It's well, it's not just time, it's your, like, fatigue as well, that's really, really limiting at the start of the game. Yeah, no, I just, like, at the moment I'm planning on something, so as soon as winter comes I'm just gonna completely rejig where all my crops go and winter yeah, is yeah. winter is the best time to do it because nothing grows what i did uh, when winter came round is i made a load of boards so what happened is when winter came i could put the boards down and when it came back to spring it was less tidying up to do so i'd organize everything and work out okay if i put a scarecrow here then do you know like i, I made it down like I organised everything. I organised all my sprinklers. I got everything and I was like, okay, these are the f crops that I don't need to check on as much, so I put them further away. And the ones that were, you know, like, 
germinated quicker mm. and Joe came to fruition quicker. Like, there were just a case of me, like, you know, going and having a peek. Like, I organised everything. Like, right. micromanaged it so it was. I didn't have to fucking, you know, do loads and loads of walking. Same with cows as well, like, all my animals, micromanaged. And it was just like, it were a big loop. I'd do, like, a loop. So I'd walk straight out of my house, straight down, uh, open all the doors if I needed to, and um, out of the bottom gate, check on my crops on the way back up, harvest them if I needed to, and then, you know, go do my daily business. And on the way back, it'd be the other way around, so I'd go in the bottom gate, close all the doors, and then, you know, to my house and sleep. Yeah. So you get you get into, um, like, a, a regime where it becomes very, very strict. Yeah, that's... It, it, it pretty much sounds like what I've been doing. I've been... Rather than wood, I've been putting down stone. My entire thing is covered in stone. So you really make sure the weeds can't go anywhere i don't know how far into the late game you got did you get to the point where they they, they give you ridiculously expensive buildings like two million a pop i didn't i was one item of finishing my community center and it was uh, a rabbit's foot oh yeah i got tons of them and i just i like i had a whole hutch full of rabbits to try and get that fucking rabbit's foot and i i just didn't get it i've had about 30 at the moment the most annoying thing is when I, um, do you know the woman that comes, the gypsy? Oh yeah. Near the secret forest. She had them on sale and I could never afford them. Uh. I know, like, oh man, I really wish I could draw. I should have, like, asset stripped myself and fucking bought one then. Yeah. Because I'd have saved myself a, a lot of hassle in the long term. But it is what it is. After you finish that community centre, some of the, the late game buildings are so useful. Because I wasn't bothering with crops because I was like, I can't be asked because it's bad enough dealing with all the animals, but then going around and like replanting all crops and, yeah, and picking yeah. them all up. And there's a building which. The Johnny uh, Mayer Hut. Yeah. Um, so all these little weird creatures will go and gather all the crops for you. Yeah. And that's so useful. So I've now just gone covering my farm in, in those basically. Yeah, because it's, it's automated to a point, isn't it? You just put the seeds down, the watered already, and they pick up. Yeah, to the point of where I only use about two... Like, altogether, there's probably, what, 10 to 15 crops you can plant in each season? And I'm only using two, basically the ones that replant themselves. So, first day of the season comes along, first day of spring, plaster that, spend the entire day plastering all of this area with whatever crop it is. just leave it. Yeah, and then just leave it. Yeah, grapes and cranberries, stuff like that, where they're, they're growing on the vine. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. That's what I'm working on at the moment, is getting more of those buildings and expanding. Because where I... Because this is, this is going back to my point of why it's addictive, is you start working on something and you go, right, I know what I'm doing here. And then a bit later you go, oh, I fucked up. And in order for me to move everything, because I'm one space far to the left and two spaces far too down... And I need to move everything. Um, it's going to take me ages to redo all that. So you end up with a new plan, and then you work it all out, and then you do it, and then you finish it, and then a little bit later you go, "Oh, no, I fucked up again. I did there's something else I didn't notice." Yeah, yeah. Or like as I said before, I started off with just bothering with animals, and now I've completely gutted all of my animal stuff. So I've got a small handful that's easy to take care of. It takes in real term, in real time terms, about five minutes, if that, to sort of yeah work them out because it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, I think when I started playing, I because 
there's obstructions and stuff in there on the farm you start off with trees and there's like hard tree stumps and big rocks and stuff that you can't break so you're sort of limited to where you can put stuff yeah but as as you get into the game and you unlock the tools you start to rearrange and or get stuff how you want yeah so like that micromanaging and, and moving stuff about is part and parcel of the game yeah so what have you been up to so i have a tradition and that tradition is at christmas i play skyrim Right. It started in like 2013, I think. 2013, 2014, somewhere like that. And I just hit it solidly over Christmas. I start a fresh save and I play in a manner that I've never played before. So um, last Christmas I played as an orc, like a Janob, one hand and a shield. Right. Like sword and shield style. I can't remember what I played the year before. I played a mage, I played a mage, I played an eye elf mage. And this time, I've been looking and, you know, getting, like, itchy feet. Mm. And I thought, oh, man, I can't fucking wait. Um, I'm going to start a game now, even though my PC's, like, old and rickety and you know, it's struggling to fucking run the game. Uh, so I started a Necromancer. Right, and I played, like, through... I'm, I'm currently playing through Dawnguard, which was the first DLC. It's, like, based around vampires and stuff. It's all right. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. Right. Uh, staying on the topic of Skyrim... Or Bethesda games in general. You may remember I played Fallout a couple of years ago. The Fallout 3? Fallout New Vegas oh, I right, did. Okay. When I were playing, I were role-playing as Noel Edmonds. Oh, remember? yes. I remember, And yeah. I, had a, I had a very set, a specific set of rules. So if I found drugs, I took them instantly. <laughs> um, of course. If I, found, if I found drink, I took them. I jaw drank them instantly. If I could kill someone and get away with it, I'd do it. Like an old um, if I if, if it wasn't nailed down, <laughs> I'd steal it. Like no Edmonds? Yeah, I'd steal off the homeless. Like no Edmonds? <laughs> um, what else would I do? Um, yeah, um, I'd double-cross people, if I could. Yeah, so uh, basically, I, I got these these things where um, I was playing a good character, but behind the scenes, I was an absolute bastard. I was, like, I was fucking so addicted to drugs, like, whenever I went back into a town... Like, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you are literally a shivering wreck. Like, just you're from withdrawal symptoms. Wow. So, with that in mind, and my um, premature fucking jump into Skyrim this time, coupled with the fact that I'm getting a new PC that's going to be a mega beast, I'm going to throw this open to the people of MF Gamers. I've thought about this, and it's like, yeah, maybe they'll be interested in taking part in something like this. Right? I'm going to mod the fuck out of Skyrim. I'm going to do like the real needs, so you've got to eat and stuff like that. Um, do you know the cold stuff as well? Right. Do you know like, uh, f- uh, there's a mod called Frostfall where you um, you have to wear proper clothing, do you know, within the rain or the snow. You can't go swimming, like there's a heat, a hot and cold mechanic in place. Okay. And just basically use the mods, use the mods, do you know, to like jazz it up, mm. right? As far as classes go, I am going to suggest I do the Noel Edmonds thing again, but not with Noel Edmonds. So, I've so far have done like three or four ideas, and I'm going to spin them out to you now. Okay. Right? Okay. The Brian Blessed build. <laughs> right? Heavy armor, two-handed weapons, based around shouting. <laughs> if well, in doubt, shout. Well, yeah. Also, um, as an added thing, can you get... Um sound packs for people like could you get Brian Blessed going oh! I don't know probably 
It should but, do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like Brian Blessed is just fucking making this big fucking hulking guy and just if it's a problem, just shout it. The game's based around fucking Joe, like dragon shouts and stuff. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's a very specific way of playing. I've come across a, a Stephen Fry build, right? All stats into intelligence, with a focus on never picking a weapon up to use himself, right? If he can talk his way through a situation, he can. Right, so you're just using basically speechcraft, a pa- like a, a pacifist, yeah, I'd like being a pacifist, like sort of playthrough, as such an extent that you can in Skyrim. Right, um, this is the one that I'm probably most interested in, the Bear Grylls build. Right. Right, completely self-reliant. In this mode, anything goes. So you can build how you want, one-handed, two-handed, magic, restoration, conjuration, or it don't really matter. However, you build. The only rule is that all equipment has to be made by the character himself. So if I want to make a sword, I have to find a pickaxe, I have to go and find an, an, an iron ore vein, I have to mine iron ore, I have to do like all the farming and stuff, do you know, if I want food to eat, and I play it that way. If I want to live in a house, I have to build a house. Okay. So there's, you know, there's like everything... You, you have all these uh, weapons and your fancy fucking armors that are modified mm. but to me they're just useless because the way that a survivalist would work is he'd, he'd build stuff for himself he wouldn't use the um, the other things right the next idea a Theresa May build <laughs> deceptive light armor lies at every opportunity kills the old sick and poor steals whatever isn't nailed down never fights fair probably a vampire with one caveat if I ever see a fox running about Skyrim, <laughs> I have to kill it. That is rule number one. It doesn't matter if I'm in a fight with other people. If there's a fox, the fox has to die. <laughs> I've got other things as well, like Iron Mike build, um, Mike Tyson Joe, like punching, mm. like never pick a weapon up. Uh, and a Bina build as well, random class, fuck adventuring, let's build an house and have a thousand kids. <laughs> so, yeah, I if people want to suggest other ideas, like I don't know if you've got that puts me on the spot. I'll have to have a think about that. I will have a think about that. Well, if this goes up eventually, and we're both happy with it, and people say, look, use this build, Joe, this is it. I want you to play as X, I want you to do Y, and these are your Joe, prerequisites. Hmm. You've got to do this, you've got to do that, if you want to, you know, like, lay the laws down. Like I did with no, the Noel Edmonds build, where I, I had to take the drugs. As soon as I got my hands on them, I had to take them. <laughs> or I had to, Joe, double cross, or I had to lie at every opportunity yeah i'm open to ideas so if you've got if you've got ideas you want to you know um tune in and you know say hey look play like this then i will do it so the the thing is like uh so a bit of context what when you did that you wrote these amazing essays on the forum of um you in character and all of these pictures now time has moved on a bit are you gonna stream these playthroughs Depending on how the rig is, I might record and clip them down hmm. into YouTube videos, or I might um, just do them as uh, like screenshots and make them as like images stories or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. It's entirely feasible though. It depends on whether people, you know, have an uptake for something like that. Right. If they have an uptake for it, then I'm willing to do it. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the thing. If if you want to, you want to fucking make me miserable. <laughs> <laughs> then now's your chance of make, make me play Skyrim in, a, in a unconventional ways. I played Skyrim for about 
five minutes before I realised my laptop couldn't handle it. Yeah. And also, um, I think you know at least that my uh, my long-standing issue with Bethesda games is I really like them in theory, but I just can't get into them. So what I don't know about Skyrim, like I know you mentioned all the mods, is it is all of this stuff possible with the, just the base game? Do you get drugs and do you get like stuff like that? That's the difference between um, Fallout and Skyrim or right. the Elder Scrolls. There are drugs in Skyrim. Uh, there's moon sugar and skooma, but you can't get addicted to them. Whereas in Fallout, if you start taking drugs, mm. so like you take like um, it's basically heroin. It's right. not called heroin, but it's it is heroin. Well, like the Bear Grylls fingers, like in the base game, could you could you actually make a house from scratch, or is that a mod? Uh, no, you can do that with the DLC. There's a, a mod called is it Homestead or oh, yeah, okay. I think it's Homestead. So yeah, you can build a house. Right. Yeah, you can build a house. You can do everything in, within the base game. The only thing that you can't do is actually no, you can, but you have to pay Bethesda for the privilege of using the you know that fucking you know the paid for mods. I forget oh, what it's yeah. called now, like the Bethesda Workshop. Whereas I'm, I'll just be using Nexus Nexus mods, right? And um, like Skyrim script extender. So yeah, I I won't be paying a penny for them. That's fair <laughs> enough. Pick, picking and choosing, you know what I want in my in my game pretty fine it up and and having extra weapons and stuff but yeah that's um in theory like a lot of them are possible but i'll be jazzing it up for myself just to make it interesting so i have been playing it like every year for what three four years now on top of the times that i played it originally i would um definitely be up for watching at least the edited highlights that would be really good but I, i will have a think about some um some suggestions Mr. T, I don't know what Mr. T would do. Mr. T? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Any jewellery you find, you have, to, you have to steal the jewellery. Yeah, maybe. The um, It's a shame you can only wear one necklace at a time. Like, <laughs> if you could just, like, wear them all. I, I might actually look if there's a mod for that, for, like, wearing unlimited necklaces. I'll look for it. And it should just make you fucking walk slower. You know, as you fucking, like, you build up, like, resistance and shit. And you never go on a dragon because you don't want to fly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's our first MF Gamers Podcast Prologue episode. If there is a next one and you would like to take part, this is what you can expect. Each podcast will have a different host. So next time, it won't be me. It might be Hendo. It could be Jim. It could be Duck. It could be... Look, it's open to anyone. The only caveat is if you host, you have to edit. If you don't want to host, but you are willing to edit... That is fine as well. I totally understand that some people do not or cannot have the, you know, the, the they don't have the ability to host. Like they don't have the, you know, they're just not the shy or whatever. Yeah. Or the, the trip over the words. And that's totally fine. We, we'd get it. We get that some people are, are shy. Each podcast will be about 40 minutes long. Yeah. But if you are hosting and you are willing to edit more than 40 minutes, you are totally welcome to have more than two people on. You can have three four people if if you want to do it and you want to edit it that's perfectly fine by us yep so that's it if you are interested in any of that feel free to put your name down and we'll see you next time bye-bye bye-bye